Welcome to this episode of Courier Conversations. Now here's your hosts, Rudy Gray and Todd Deaton. Now dream with us a little bit here. I know that one of your hopes is perhaps to start a third senior adult community, this one in the Midlands. Why is there such a great need for senior adult communities, and where are you in the process? Okay, that's a great question. I'd love to tell uh, your listeners about that. So let me just tell you a little bit about demographics. Um, we, uh, we are getting ready in America to experience what they call a gray tsunami. And that term means that we're going to have more and more aged individual. And again, that can be a very uh, number for you. It can be 65, it can be 90, anywhere in between. But the reality is that uh, individuals are aging quickly here in the United States. And so every day, 10,000 baby boomers turn 65 in the United States, 10,000. And it's projected in the next 10 to 20 years that those over the age of 80 in South Carolina will double. And so we have a great need out there. Now, we recognize that individuals are not going to choose to live on a retirement campus like ours. They'll want to continue to live at home, many of them. Um, But there will be those that are sensing that that community that we've just talked about uh, and wanting to know that care is there when they need it. So that's the the need for senior living. we, our, our trustees and our board chose uh, about six years ago to pursue um, an evaluation through our strategic planning process of what the future needs will be of senior care and where do we feel like the Lord wants us to move there. And we kept coming back to, uh, we, as you said, we have a presence and a community in the, in the uh, upstate, we have one in the PD area. We do not have one on the coast, and we do not have one in the center of the state. And um, we, we decided the Midlands is an area to, to look at, and so we did an evaluation of that area. There's a strong need there already. We see a forecast for more need in the future. So we have been um, prayerfully seeking opportunities there for about five years, and what we have decided uh, that God, we believe God is calling us to do is to have a physical campus in the Midlands. Um, and so uh, we, we believe God continues to show us the, the way that that could happen. And we, we've been looking for property for a number of years now. Um, and while I can't share with you that that property is in hand today, I can share with you there's some great opportunities um, that could be as early as early next year that we could uh, be able to verbalize and let folks know about. Um, and then And so that campus would be at least it's planned to be very similar to what we have at Martha Frank's and Bethay. Um, Maybe a little more technology involved, all the new gadgets that are out there. Um, And, uh, but we do hope to have a campus in the Midlands. And, you know, I had someone ask me recently, what does that mean you'll go next to the coast? And it may, but, you know, in all of this, um, we're, as I said, we are seeking the Lord's direction. Um, One of the things we take very seriously is, um, and I take very seriously, is the stewardship of this organization. And we want to ensure that we do what we can to serve others, but do it in a way that's physically responsible. And so that's what we're looking at. How do we take those steps and grow? 
beyond a physical campus, we have also been looking at some opportunities that we might could serve folks in their home. And when I say that to folks, many times they think I'm referring to home care. And that may be an option down the road. There is great uh, uh, organizations who serve folks and they age in place at home and, and they may need care and services at home. And while that may be something we're, we're going to look at in the future, right now our focus for in-home care or in-home support, I should say, would be um, a new um, line of service we've started called the uh, South Carolina Baptist's um, Senior Smart Solutions. You know, post-COVID, Todd, there's been a huge amount of advancement in technology. Uh, you can't go to Best Buy and not see all the new technology that can be used in the home. And so there's some new technology out there that um, could really allow individuals to age better and safely and to stay at home longer. And um, so uh, I have a, um, a staff member who's um, working with those who might have an interest to uh, come in to have SCBMA come in and help assess their needs at home and then how can some of the technology be applied to that whether or not that be um, the um, smart home technology of uh, smart home thermostats and th smart home light lighting and those things that help you stay safe or we now have a uh, we also have a um, a relationship with an organization that helps with um, safe alerting, so uh, smart alerting, they call it. So uh, being able to use technology that could notify someone if there's a incident that happens in the home, for example, falls. Many of our senior adults, as they age, falls become a real problem, and it sends many people out to the hospital. Um, and then life changes significantly at that point sometimes. And so there's new technologies that might not be able to prevent a fall, but could alert a loved one that something's happened. And so we have that partnership with an organization that has some censoring um, devices that can be put in homes. But we, what we want to do is, is be the conduit that helps our, our constituents to uh, know what those technologies are and then help assist it uh, to be placed in their home. Um, yeah, and so that's another way that we hope to be serving um, starting next year. Meanwhile, you're making improvements all along at Bethay and Martha Frank. That's right. It's a great point. We, uh, our trustees have said that, uh, that we want to ensure that we are good stewards of um, our current properties and, um, and reinvesting in those, those campuses. So you're exactly right. Um, and to that effect, we, um, you know, it's like your home. Your home begins to have a problem here and a problem there and, a, you know, things you have to take care of. We, we are trying to do those to the best of our abilities and also ensure that our campuses are inviting aesthetically uh, and pleasing. Um, and so we're constantly uh, updating those campuses with new features as we can afford it, and we feel like it's good stewardship. Uh, we also uh, took a, a pretty large step as an organization um, in 2021 when we opened a brand new um, uh, nursing facility, our Bethay campus. 
that nursing facility that we our original nursing facility at Bethay was 62 years old and it time appeared for, time for some improvements. Is, that's right and so we evaluated whether or not we could uh, to do some improvement or if it required a new uh, building and it was determined that what be what would be best with it would be a new building and so we opened it in January 2021 we built it during covid and uh, we are just so proud of that new nursing facility. And one of the reasons is not because it's the care and services that we provide, but it's a new way of providing senior care. And what I mean by that is it is, it is what's called a household model nursing facility, which may not mean anything to our audience, but it means a lot to me as a senior living provider. And what that basically means is that um, we have looked at the physical plant of the nursing facility and tried to make it more residential. So it's designed to feel more like your home. So uh, the new nursing facility at Buffet has a front door and a back door. So every resident has their own home. They might live uh, on a, um, in a neighborhood with others close by, but they have their own front door and back door to their home that they share with others. And then everything kind of uh, care and services-wise come from that home environment. And uh, so we're really very proud of that. And since we've opened that campus in January of 2021, uh, we have been able to see um, a large increase in the number of individuals that have been coming for short-term rehab. So now we're serving folks, a larger amount of folks, that live in that that area, the Darlington Florence area, who have had some some needs to be rehabilitated, and we're uh, helping them get back home. Now we do that on both campuses, but we're doing more and more of that with our new facilities at our Bethay campus. And you know, I think why that's so very important is for our listeners to understand is we uh, we have um, the great opportunity to touch people. Uh, senior adults who are coming in for rehab that may not be in one of our Baptist churches. Um, and so um, we, we try to encourage our staff to remember that this might be the touch point where folks see the love of God through the care and services we provide. And hopefully um, the way we can verbalize that hope even. And so, um, so there's been some great advancements to our new campus. Um, but we're always, even at our Martha Franks campus, I've just recently been talking to some, some of our staff there um, and our leadership about the needs to, to uh, look at some uh, other improvements there to um, ensure that residents uh, are taken care of even better today than we did yesterday. And that much of that's technology, most of that's just uh, making it uh, t- as, as home-like um, as possible. And that's really what we are trying to do. What a beautiful concept. What are some ways that individuals and churches can support Baptist Ministries of the aging? <laughs> Almost slipped there. Yes. How can we pray for you? Oh, well, I, I would say that's the biggest way that you can assist us and uh, is to pray for our ministry. Um, I, I like to tell folks that... Um, serving almost 30 years in senior living and being in management of senior living campuses, that um, you'd be surprised um, how many challenges we experience in a day's time. And we are experiencing as an organization uh, very much what everyone else is experiencing. We are seeing um, 
a change in our culture from a standpoint of individuals. We've historically had a group of employees that that really have revered senior adults, and 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 so we, like everyone else, are seeing individuals who may not want to work in our setting because it is a difficult setting. So. Um, or can be. It's not always difficult. It can be. And so the biggest prayer I would have today is just that um, that God will continue to, uh, we have some great staff at our campuses, but God, that will, God will continue to send individuals um, that have a real heart for our ministry and, has a, and recognizes the great privilege it is to serve individuals in the later stages of their life and some of the difficulties that come with the later stages of their lives. Um, you know, just like I was talking about with uh, the aging population of America, we have a core staff that are, are beginning to finish out their work, their occupation, and we need to have individuals to take care of the next generation. And on our two campuses and in the ministries that we provide in the future, so I think the biggest prayer is just continue to pray for our staff, um, pray for those that are in our ministry for um continued excitement and passion for what they do. Um, I, I, I think just prayer for our leadership as we are all still, um, I, I think I've spoken sometimes in Baptist meetings about uh, we, we have some new realities that, that came in place, some new protocols with COVID. Um, it's, it's really changed the landscape of how we provide care and services. And I won't go into a lot of those details, but it really has. And so just... Uh, the the prayer needs of our leadership to be able to um, change in advance as we need to uh, post-COVID. Are you ready to go somewhere fun? Want to make some Christian friends from all across South Carolina? Courier Tours is already planning some great trips for 2023. Come travel with us. To be among the first to hear about our upcoming trips, email us at couriertours at baptistcourier.com and type add me in the subject line. I think there are also, Todd, some great opportunities beyond prayer um, for individuals who would love to, who would like to, 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 um, to be able to partner with us. There's great ways of being able to do that. We always have volunteer needs on our two campuses. Our senior adults that live on our campus, I mentioned earlier, they they love their sense of community, but they also like to, just like you do, they, they like to entertain folks. They like to see folks in their home. And uh, so there's a great way to come in and volunteer and spend time with those individuals and, and get to know them better and, and their experiences. Um, and then, of course, because we do have the nursing facilities, we have folks who have care needs that, you know, don't necessarily have family who are there regularly. And so being able to come alongside and uh, serve them in their time of need is, is always necessary. So I would say volunteering is a, and someone, if someone's listening to me and would like to learn about volunteering, they can always call my office in the Baptist building. And I, I'm sure you can give that number if we need to. Um, or reach out to us by email or on our website. There's a way to do that on our website at scbma.com. Um, I also would say uh, when you pray for us and think about senior care, uh, it, it, I would say that one of the things I feel passionate about, and I hope you've heard this today, is that we as a culture began to see aging differently than we do today. 
and it not be uh, something that's viewed as unfortunate or um, uncomfortable, but something that we should all embrace and do it in a way that like you have your entire life and with purpose. And so just the way we view senior adults and acknowledge them and value them, um, I think is, is rather important. Um, our list, your listeners may not realize there are beyond the cooperative program support that you mentioned that, uh, that the, the South Carolina Baptist provides as a ministry partner for SCBMA. There's also a couple other ways that folks can help financially. We actually have a, um, a Mother's Day offering that's taken up once a year. It's a voluntary offering at churches, at our Baptist churches. Um, that particular offering is earmarked and reserved for ministers, and pa- ministers, pastors, uh, missionaries, and their spouses that live on our campuses. So individuals who might have uh, want to live on our campuses but need some financial assistance to do so, this mo- our Mother's Day offering goes directly to them. And so that is a, an opportunity for folks to give back to um, those who gave their life for Christ and the ministry of Christ. Um, and then we have one other way uh, financially with individuals called our Helping Seniors Thrive Fund, and it's designed for individuals who might have a, a financial need. Um, you know, senior living services can be expensive, and for someone who chooses to do that at the earlier part of their retirement, after retirement, and then the, um, they may sometimes outlive their resources. And so the Helping Seniors Thrive Fund that we have set up does, is designed to help those individuals. We've had the great privilege of uh, never asking uh, anyone to live, leave our two campuses because they could not pay financially. And this fund gives them the ability to do that and stay with us. And that's a big difference between the nonprofit and the for-profit is that this is more of a ministry that's based. Right. That's right. And and uh, we 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 really think about that carefully as we as folks move to our campus and decide to reside with us is that we want to be able to provide the, the full continuous to them throughout their life. And so you're exactly right. Many of our for-profit organizations do not enable that. And so this is just one way that folks can give towards that. Um, you know, we have individuals who planned better than some other, other individuals. We have individuals that, you know, saw the Lord's call and, and wasn't so concerned about the retirement years. And so there's a lot of needs that might be there that individuals can help with financially. And so those, you're exactly right, it's different than the for-profit side. Go ahead and give us that contact information. How can our listeners contact you? Okay. Well, I think the easiest way to contact us is on our website, uh, scbma.com. Um, you should be able to, to, uh, to go to our contact page and um, ask for some information or send us your name and number. Um, you could call uh, my office. Um, that number is 803-227-6018. Um, and uh, speak to someone in the in the South Carolina Baptist Ministry of Aging office, and they can help you with that information. Um, and if someone is interested, and I know uh, this is statewide, but if we're if if someone's interested in one particular part of the camp uh, of the state's ministry, for example, Bethay versus Martha Franks, we can give them their direct number when they call contact us there at one of those locations. Well, Tom, thank you for coming and 
sharing with us a little bit about your ministry and who you are and and how Baptists can be involved with it. I appreciate it. And if you don't mind, maybe I can close us in prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, we just thank you so much for this opportunity to come together. I thank you for um, what it means to serve together with like-minded Christians. And Father, we know that that's only possible because of who we are in Christ and your saving grace that you extend to all of us. So Father, we just thank you for the ability to um, come together. We thank you, Father, that... um, we have the ability to serve others in need, and we thank you for the South Carolina Baptist Ministry of Aging and what it hopefully has meant to people throughout our 62 years. Father, we thank you for the Baptist Courier and um, the, the importance of getting out the gospel to uh, and the work of our churches. We thank you for their, their ministry, and we thank you for the South Carolina Baptist Convention and their support of all of our ministries. Father, as, as we finish up our conversation, we just pray that our conversation has been glorifying to you, and that uh, we will continue to serve in a way that brings you glory. These things we ask in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. We're glad you joined us for Courier Conversations, where we are informing and inspiring South Carolina Baptists and beyond. For more information about these topics and more, subscribe to our e-edition or go to our website at baptistcourier.com. The Courier is located in Greenville, South Carolina, as a multimedia ministry partner of the South Carolina Baptist Convention. To comment about today's podcast, email us at conversations at baptistcourier.com. This podcast produced by Bob Sloan Audio Productions.